0: Hi, this is James. Uh, another Gospel Kennison, number two, I believe. Been a while since I've done one, but I've been busy. I've been sick, and I had a tooth drilled out of my head—a uh, little, little surprise root canal. But this morning, I'm on the way to church. It's Sunday morning, and uh, it's 7:42. Running a little bit late for pastor's prayer, but. Uh, I was just wanting to talk about how hard it is for me to get out of bed on Sunday morning. I don't know why that is. Every other morning, fine, get right up, have a great day, blah blah blah. Sunday's always been the hardest day of the week. And in the back of my head, I guess it's a carryover from childhood. I've often wondered: is it so hard to get up because it's Sunday? Because it's the day that you go to church, you know? And so, it's a little. Uh, I don't know, right brain creative uh, freak in me, or childhood freak, uh, maybe even a um, superstitious freak, says, You know, is that the day that the devil makes it hard for you to get up? <laughs> oh, man. It, uh, I think it is. I do. Because um, it's hard to get up on sunny mornings. I, uh, it just. And so you wonder: do, do people that don't go to church do they find it hard to get up on Sunday? Because that would kind of prove. And then, okay, what if you're a non-church person, and then you become one, you convert to Christianity or whatever, then you, then you, uh, you start going to church. Do you suddenly find it hard to get up on Sunday morning? That would lead lend some credence to my theory that there is a spiritual evil out there, determined to keep me and others like me from getting to church on time combine that with the fact that i do check-in every sunday morning for first service for you know temporarily so we can get some people and the line is always longer there is no line before service but after service starts we do check in half an hour after service starts 15 minutes later after service starts there's this huge line no line before service 15 minutes later, huge line full of late people even on Easter Sunday biggest line ever Um, yeah, so I don't know, I don't know Uh, another little tidbit as I was walking out of the door this morning just a few moments ago uh, right there where my daughter and uh, son and wife would see was a dead bird right outside my front door And uh, blood and everything. I don't know what the heck. It's a little sparrow. little, little something. little finch-like creature. Dead. I had to kick it a little bit first. Because I've seen enough of these movies where they pick up a dead deer. Put it in the back of the car. Then it comes alive. I wasn't about to pick this thing up to move it. And then have it just start flipping out. In some paralyzed, nerve-induced spaz attack. So... I, um, it was dead. Picked it up by the tail and threw it. I can still feel its dead dustiness on my fingertips. I know it's all in my head. But, uh, the, the bird is now transported away. I'm not trying to explain to my daughter why Mr. Bird was sleeping in front of the front door and why he had Kool Aid coming out of his mouth. You just drank too much, sweetie. What's drinking too much? never mind he's dead yeah what's dead so yeah I saved the day pretty much but um hmm that was pretty much it I don't don't really have any any other big things to talk about I guess today talk about today Sundays uh, Sundays are a trip Sundays are a trip uh, it's just a busy day. Maybe that's why it's so hard to get up in the morning. Because from the moment I hit the door to the moment I leave, I'm busy, moving, walking, talking, dealing, hustling. <laughs> and it used to be twice. It used to be twice a day. We just do Sunday morning now. But um, I don't know. You no, know, should I go through my whole day? A whole morning, I should say. They get there, you know, about 8 o'clock. Pastor's prayer's at 8. That usually runs a little late. Until, uh, you know, about 8.15, 8.20. It's not all prayer. We socialize, wait for people to show up late. <laughs> that kind of stuff. And then check-in starts. I just head right from there to check-in. Because it takes me about 10 minutes to get everything booted up and set up. Um, I start check-in at 8:30. Uh, we run check-in until 9:30. Church starts at 9, and I head downstairs and I go through my sermon. Make sure all my stuff on my on my Song Show Plus is set up on my computer, So I use a lot of slides and multimedia in my in my services, and it's all um, it's all dumped into the computer. That way I don't know a lot of children's pastors don't have the ability to do it I know it used to be for me that if I played audio I had to pop a CD in and then move up to a track and then if I wanted to play a video I had to switch over um, to a DVD that was queued up and press play uh, and then if I wanted to play music you know it was another CD or or you know a, a pre-burned worship service on CD nowadays you know, if it's if it was on a CD, it's now in my computer as an MP3. If it was on DVD, it's ripped uh, and and edited down to a video clip in uh, WMV format. And uh, if it's an image, you know, it's in a it's in a PowerPoint or not a PowerPoint slide, but it's in a slideshow. And all that stuff is in my computer. In a um, so I use a program called Songshow Plus. I have a RF remote. It Allows me to forward my stuff myself. It's pretty nice, and uh, anyway, simplifies my life. But you have the, the downside is you have to make sure every single thing is in order. So I I verify that, and um, so about ten fifteen, <clears throat> I'm heading into the chapel area where the service my service is going to be and wait for the Sunday school class that has it before me to get out. And, um, we get in there usually about 10.20 or 10.25 sometimes. Supposed to get in there at 10.15, but doesn't always happen. Because we have 15 minutes to turn the room around because we start receiving children at 10.30. Service starts at 11.00. So in the time between you know ten thirty and eleven, I'm greeting kids. I'm uh, making sure the stage is set up, the set is in place, all that good stuff. Service starts promptly at eleven, and uh, we have a theme song we do and all this stuff, and it's pretty fun. Then I I have a character that I've recently started doing, JoJo the Christian Clown, but not the one that's on the podcast at jojothechristianclown.com. I've since modified him and made him kind of a redneck just out of prison <laughs> um uh brand new Christian type guy that's just overzealous and excited and unqualified for children's ministry, but he always tries to bust in uninvited and and uh, and perform or something like that and he's it's horrible. He's not a real clown, obviously. He is a mockery of clowning and that's the only reason why I pull it off. And I swore I'd never do a character, but I I do it gives me a chance to cut up with the kids because i'm usually all business sit down shut up uh jesus loves you and now i get a chance to fart around with them so it's pretty fun uh, service gets over about twelve thirty. it's a long it's a long run it's an hour and a half kids sitting there but uh we keep it interesting break it up into segments some games and worship times thrown in so they could stand up and we do jumps Jumps are just little calls to action that we do throughout the service where they can either jump up in their chair, uh, you know, snap their fingers. Uh, we have one where they twirl around until I say amen and they have to sit down. Um, and they get points and uh, there's rewards and offerings pretty cool because they trade their money for, for rubber balls and, and then they bring them up to a clear bucket in the front to see which team got the most offering. So, you know, we, we, we make it fun. I hated church when I was a kid, so kind of mix it up so it doesn't seem like it takes that long but church isn't over at uh, 1230, no no. most of the time it's just getting started so we take them up to small groups and we break them down into five groups um, uh, Jam City has five teams, first through fifth grade so they head upstairs and <clears throat> usually pick up starts quarter till one, one o'clock and it's over by 115 or so and I'm getting out of there round two heading home for lunch and a nap and uh, we don't have a Sunday night service except for second Sundays anymore and I don't know I don't know I I think some of the best ministry we did was on Sunday nights for kids Um, but you know unfortunately the grown-ups weren't coming out for the for the night service so they uh, they canceled it and um, it's been I don't know probably almost a year now and I do enjoy, I mean, don't get me wrong, I enjoy having that day off, that night off and time more time with my family and all that kind of stuff. But I miss it. I used to be a lot busier. Matter of fact, most of the time when we were doing buses on Sunday nights, I didn't even go home. I just was there all the whole time uh, from the moment I got done with the first service. And it was killer, but uh, it was worth it. It was good stuff. So if they brought back Sunday nights one day, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't complain. So we used to do a pretty good deal. But, um... Passing the stadium right now. The stadium being the Kansas City uh, Royals and Chiefs, uh, respectively, the baseball field that they've been redoing and the football field that they are redoing. Cranes up around it. But, uh gotta say they got done with the Chiefs uh, with the Royals stadium it looks good from the back <laughs> and, uh, anyway Ooh. I guess uh, I guess that should be about it I mean there's no rule that says I have to run this from the time I get in my car on my, at home all the way to the time I get to the parking lot at the church But I want to make sure I don't have anything else to say before I go. Uh, The gospel of for today, though, would be get to church on time. If you're going to go somewhere, go on time. I don't care if it's church or what. But especially church, come on. You know, today we we try not to say especially if it's so-and-so and and all this kind of stuff. But, daggum. I'll just tell you from a pastor's perspective that... uh, Getting to church on time—it um, shows me, you know, your priorities. And I know that there's always exceptions. I know there's kids, and I know they—they they always want to get dressed, except on Sunday morning, and all these kind of stuff. But, um, you know, it, it, consistently late every single week, like by the same amount of time, just get up that much earlier. You know, go to bed on time. I know it's Saturday night, but dang. And, and I'm preaching to myself because, you know, I don't always go to bed on time. I did last night, and it's making all the difference. But um, I don't know. If, when I hate when I start service at 11 o'clock, and I look out at the crowd, and there's hardly anybody there. And then 15, 20 minutes later, my, my, my service is full of kids. And it's like they consistently miss the first 15-20 minutes, which is where we do our theme song, we do our opening prayer. We let them know what they're gonna be talking about today. JoJo pops out, you know, do some fast crazy music. And they miss all that every week. They don't know we have a theme song. They don't they come in not knowing what we're talking about. So you know you're robbing your kids. I gotta imagine that most children's churches kind of follow the same basic format, just the same way big churches do. So get your, get your kids to church on time. And um, get yourself there too. Don't be skipping worship and offering. Because uh, the world's full of takers. Why is, why should the church be full of takers too? So there you go. There's your GOK. You're meddling in your face. <laughs> oh, ridiculous uh, GOK moment. So that, that'll wrap it up today. Peace out, peeps.